0: You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at slash with AMAX.
1: Nebraska Preps post game with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. It's the Nebraska Preps post game, and that's JP. I'm ODB. That's Jacob Padilla. And it was a night. Yeah, we got proud papa over here of a state champion. How about that? Yeah. Proud papa. Just the day was long, right? It's exhausting, and I know you're, you're. So you're good at this, right? Like, let me just let me just brag on Jacob here for a little bit. Like, you're very good at. You can go wire to wire, right? You you'll go to 19 different things. You'll pay a price. You'll eat very little. Sleep very little. Turn around, do it again. Like you're really, really good at that. I'm not a sleeper, but I have a family. Yeah, I, it's I a don't, difference. <laughs> I, I don't really know what they look like here as of late, right? But there's just a lot going on with Nebraska football revving up and doing what we're doing for for BTN and on the call tonight for uh, NET and parenting. Like I haven't eaten. I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm going to make it. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. make it. Hey, we got about 28 more minutes of
0: here. Get get in, get out. And, uh,
1: oh, it was quite a home, day, man. I, I ran home after the show and showered again real quick and watched a ton of the Ord and uh, Fremont-Bergen yeah. game. We, we've talked about Bergen. We've talked about uh, Koa and, 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 and kind of that family and Ord being really, really good. They got the day started off as kind of just a, a culmination of things yeah. today, but it, it started with, with Ord and, and, and Archbishop Bergen, or Fremont Bergen, yeah. for those of you watching at home.
0: Yeah, and it got up to a slow start, 0-0 at yeah. the end of the first, and then uh, Ord just took off and exploded, just dominated that second quarter.
1: Yeah, that's a good uh, yeah. football team. Yeah, right. Oh, for we, sure. I've done them in the finals a couple of times, and they've come up just short, and uh, they ran into some buzzsaws though. It's yeah. not like they were losing – to bad teams, yeah. right? And, 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 and the Chanticleers, the Chanticleers, they found a way to get it done today in impressive fashion. I think a lot of people like Fremont Bergen today. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: top seed there, had, having a really great season. Koa McIntyre's a great athlete, but second quarter, 137 to 7 in yardage, 21 yeah. nothing in the score. Uh, and that was a ball game right
1: there. It, it's interesting, and we'll get to A in a little while, but we saw that game, in my opinion, change on the 50 50 jump ball. From Core McIntyre basically under the shadows of his own goal post. He the fifty fifty ball, it gets deflected, it's intercepted, and all of a sudden yeah. it is uh, it's game on. Yeah.
0: Quentin Reese took it back for the touchdown there. Um he had he had their first touchdown too on that broken play where the bad snap, um yeah. Zach Picks Smith it yeah. picked it up off the turf, found his receiver for the touchdown to go ahead early, and then to kinda um, they got a stop and came right back with that, the the, the pick six there to Kind of really take control, and then uh, from there they just kept uh, kept running it down Fremont Bergen Street. So they really struggled with the, both the quarterback run game of Zach Smith and then Tommy Stevens taking the handoffs.
1: Did you think? Yeah, Stevens is a man. Yeah, he, right? man. He's, he's, he's a he's a full grown man. He was a load this afternoon for the chance. Did Did you think? Was something wrong with McIntyre in your opinion?
0: Yeah, and it looked like he took a shot early in, in, in the shoulder, game. maybe. Yeah, and the shoulder was about. And they were talking uh, about that on the broadcast as well. And you could see there's one. He uh, he ran it later on in the game and went down and uh, looked like he landed on the shoulder. And he just he laid there for about 30 seconds before finally asking for somebody to help him up. Like you could see, it was really bothered him. Um, he made some he made some really nice plays of kind of scrambling around, keeping the play alive, finding some receivers downfield, but. They're just that. That Ord defense was all over him all yeah, night they, long. They,
1: they tackled. Yeah, they, they were. I was so. There's a couple things I was impressed with throughout the course of the day. Ord's physicality was one of them, but I should have been a believer because I watched them beat OC once, and I they had beaten them twice. When I'd seen with my own eyes, and I'm thinking, this team's made a believer out of me.
0: Yeah, and then just one of the I mean most. <laughs> One of the most impressive plays of the game was Oakland Craig's yeah, Craig a
1: good football team, yeah. and, they, and they beat them twice. It's yep. So, heck
0: of a season, and I think one of the most impressive plays I saw there was the, the second interception, also a tip where um, uh, McIntyre had his running back out, was going to try to throw him over top. that defensive lineman Trayton Castle there, managed to get up and yeah, tip, tip the, the ball up in the air. It's for pretty good athleticism. That was a heck of a play to get a hand on that, because that, 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 that play would have went for a nice gain if you could just get it over, just barely got enough of it, tipped it up. Then they went right back down and scored. So that was pretty
1: much the game right there. Yeah, game of inches. That started the day off at the three fifteen. So twenty eight seven was the final twenty eight seven final. And then we get to the five o'clock slates. A uh, couple of them with uh, D two and D one.
0: Yeah, um, heck, man, probably the 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 game of the day in, in D one there. With DCS and Burwell. Burwell. yeah. Double overtime. DCS pulls it out, 42-36.
1: Yeah, and I thought that that was the most competitive game to start the day, right? If you asked me to kind of cap it, I would I would say that game was the two closest uh, contested teams. Burwell, uh, two years in a row, uh, they'll lose in the state finals. It's really, really good football yeah. program, but ran into a buzzsaw today.
0: Well, and DCS, um, they're... Get the touchdown and the two-point conversion with 47 seconds left yeah. to, to tie it and wow. send it to overtime. Operation backbreaker. Both scored. Uh, DCS scored go ahead and then got the stop on fourth and goal to seal the win. Yeah, That's an uh, impressive, impressive job by them to kind of rally and make the play down the stretch. You, I mean, that, that two, getting that two-point conversion in that situation, like the, the ma- pressure you must feel. And how
1: many times have we seen this? The team... And now Carney and Bellevue West was the outlier. But how many times have we seen the team that takes the momentum into overtime, i.e. Tulsa Tulane last night, where it's like, how do we even get here? But since we are here, we'll go ahead and win this thing. Right. We saw it within the NFL with with the Cardinals and the Seahawks. It's like the team that carries the momentum off a lot of times has the advantage. And that's tough.
0: You think. You were so close to sealing this thing. One more play you make and you've got the win. So now you have to suddenly scrape that from your mind and start all over again yeah. after earning what you thought you was going to be the win, putting yourself in position and just not able to finish it up. That, that, that you got to show some real mental toughness to be able to bounce back. And Props to Burwell. They, they, they did the score on the first time. Uh, just second overtime, they weren't able to, to get another one.
1: Yeah, the rodeo capital of Nebraska. I, I'll go out there. I've been invited several times. I'm not getting on anything or writing anything, but I'll watch. <laughs> I'll watch with the folks out there in Burwell. Yeah, what else we got in D2? D2, we had uh, BDS pulling out the 36-28 win over Sand
0: Hill Stedford, and, and that, that BDS a, is that, on a
1: roll. Yeah. That, that's a... That's a good program. <laughs> been, they've they good. Consolidation yeah. did them well.
0: They've been good at pretty much everything since I started covering sports. They're always in the mix in basketball, football too. Like whatever they do over there, they do it right. But that one was a twenty-all game heading into the fourth quarter, and they, they made the plays down the stretch to to pull out the win. Let's jump over to uh, where
1: do you want to go? Do you want to go to C? Where do you want to go next?
0: Well, let's just. Uh, We'll finish off the, the six man here. Um, just kind of give a shout out there for record breaking performance there. Oh, uh, there was
1: just, just the one record.
0: Yeah, it's a couple of uh,
1: impressive performances. But you're right,
0: McCool Junction seventy to twenty over Sterling.
1: Yeah, they. Yes. Uh, m- m- I, I actually know a couple people yeah. from McCool Junction that uh, uh, you know Advati's dad, Tate's dad yeah. is uh, okay. is from around that area. Friend, I got another guy, uh, Tyler Piper, that's from right around the way. Like that area. At once upon a time was cranking out really good athletes. They really were.
0: Yeah. And they... Certainly had some on the field tonight. They
1: dropped the hammer.
0: 508 rushing yards as a team. That's a record.
1: Owen McDonald... And for those of you at home, they're not playing on a 100-yard football field either. That is... uh, That's an 80-yard field, and they are racking
0: up yards. Owen McDonald, 396 rushing yards, eight touchdowns, and 64 total points.
1: Yeah, makes you tired reading it. (laughs) That is just insane. <laughs> it makes you a little tired reading it.
0: So, so I guess we round out the the Class C here uh, with the, the C1 game. Uh, Pierce, uh, 28-19 over Hastings Adam Central. And impressive run comes to an end for Adam Central. Like,
1: for them to get yeah, that to this playoff point, run was, the teams they had to beat. No, no, stop me if I'm wrong here. Was this not supposed to be a rebuilding year for Pierce? <laughs> Apparently there's no such thing. <laughs> well, there must not be. Yeah. And this wasn't
0: even as close as the final score may indicate. It was 14-7 at halftime, and Pierce got uh, two touchdown passes from Abram uh, Schulting in the in the third quarter um, to go ahead 28 10 And then from the rest of the way, Adam Central is trying to play catch up from there and uh, scored some points there, but uh, 20-19 was the final there, so... Yeah, it's not bad if that's what you, if you can pull off a state tight on your rebuilding year.
1: Yeah, really starting to establish some things, and there are some teams, and 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 we can talk about this as a whole that were on the short end today that you think set up really really well for next year. Burwell's one. Bergen's Bergen another. is the other. <laughs> Bergen should probably start out the season preseason number one, right there where they are.
0: Yeah, I mean you're bringing back. Basically, all your big playmakers, especially uh, uh, McIntyre there, kind of leading that charge there. Um, so to to get to that point with basically all juniors on your team. Against that, a very senior
1: laden ord bunch.
0: Yeah, th- that's an impressive run, and like you said, will set you up heading into next season very well. Just have, having that confidence of knowing, hey, we got to the ultimate goal. We got there to the championship game, and now we get to run, uh, run it back
1: next year. Yeah, which is kind of the setup for B, which, you know, Aurora, Aurora playing a lot of sophomores and juniors yeah. against a very senior-laden bunch in Elkhorn. Aurora will will be a team that we'll get to in 2021 because they'll be right there. But this Elkhorn bunch, this senior class, oh, man. <laughs> some say it's maybe the best senior class that they've had. When you look at their offers between the Graggarts, the Christos, the Aiden Youngs, Hard to argue that this is not a top shelf bunch.
0: Yeah, and I mean we could go on and on listing off all the the playmakers on that team and
1: Robinson. Yeah. Uh G They've, they've got in Stack like it got just got goes a on and
0: on and most of those guys are seniors, so And Stack Special may be Stack group. may
1: be the most underappreciated of the bunch. I really like him patrolling that secondary. He makes plays.
0: And he'll come up and hit you. He'll occasionally make a play in the back end with an interception or a pass breakup. And then he'll come and uh, turn out some tough rushing yards as the, the fullback kind of look in, in that offense. So. No, well, they had 12 interceptions as a team. <laughs> yeah. Well, And they had uh, another two tonight. That's pretty good. That's <laughs> 14 on the <this> season. <laughs> yeah, so Gannon Gragert had one and Mikey Hart had one
1: uh, on a double pass. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm So I'm leaving or getting ready for the broadcast. We had, We're trying to... Pull this up online. I look at the score. It's a it's a one-score game with Elkhorn and Aurora. What happened? Okay, so actually, so the final score was 42-19. At,
0: half, at the half, it was 13-13, and uh, Aurora actually had a chance to go up, go into the halftime with the lead. They got the ball back and marched right down the field, got it to the eight-yard line, And then someone from Elkhorn went in there. Uh, Ethan Shaw was trying to to rush it off the end. Someone in there went in there, popped the ball free. Mm. And D.J. Robinson Long, I believe, recovered it. So they kneeled out the half. So you go into halftime, 13-13. Whole new ball game coming down the second half. Yeah, kind of killed momentum, right? Yep. The first half could not, outside of that fumble, could not have gone any more to plan for Aurora. They absolutely dominated the time of possession. Uh, I think, I forgot, it was like, how many, they were like, uh, a ton of plays on their first drive. They chewed up most of the first quarter on their first drive. Went down and scored, take the lead. Um, Elkhorn came back, um, tied it up, and then Aurora went down and, and, and scored again.
1: <laughs> and you thought <laughs> and then, maybe it was going to be a little bit of back and forth, it, it, and then Elkhorn takes control. Well, and then
0: so it starts with the uh, with Aiden Young, seventy five yard kickoff return for a touchdown, and that that kid, if you
1: yeah, he's the real deal. That was that, room, that was such a a great way for. A uh, a, a young man yes. I think has paid the price, had an th- outstanding career, a multi-sport athlete to really set it off during his football season with that kick return. Yeah, he
0: finished with 15 carries for 110 yards, that 75-yard kick return, and then he had the two-point conversion too. So heck of a day for him. But So that got it started. That kick return tied the game. Then they got that fumble to, to, to keep it tied at halftime. Start second half, Elkhorn get the ball right down the field, score, gannon gragert picks off a pass he can high point a ball can <laughs> oh man so he he picked off a pass and then they go nowhere on their drive they end up fourth because of a, a phantom holding call um, and, and a couple incomplete passes they end up with fourth and 17 from the 22 yard line and they'd already missed the field goal so they're like right, we're going for this drop back chuck it up the right sideline gragert went up got it yeah. got the, tapped the feet down on the way out cornered the end zone um, so heck of a, in the span of like four or five plays there, dude completely turned the game, gave control to Elkhorn, and then they got a three and out, I believe, um, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, three and out, and then a couple of plays later on third and six, so they don't, they get picked up three yards, one yard, third and six, Aiden Young bursts right through the middle of the line, sprints 46 yards for the touchdown, and just like that, it's
1: 28-13. Yeah, what he's able to do on the edges and between the tackles, I think, is is pretty extraordinary, especially for a guy that's a little smaller in stature. He's uh, he's a really good inside runner. Yeah, that,
0: that was actually the
1: 35-13, actually. So 28 was the one
0: before. but So yeah, 35-13 after that big run. And then they get in uh, Aurora, second half, they started trying some, some different stuff. They go to a double pass. They actually tried one earlier in the half, but it wasn't there, so the guy ended up running it. Tried it again, and then Mikey Hart, with a heck of a play in the back end there, picks off the interception on kind of the double pass attempt uh, and and runs it back. So that ended, again, gave the ball right back to Elkhorn. They go down and score, and 42-13, and uh, that's ball game. Uh, Aurora ended up adding another touchdown at the end there, but that ultimately only made the score look slightly better than it was. Yeah, we hop
1: on over to Class A. Uh, and congratulations to Elkhorn. A lot of people thought that they were as talented as a lot of other teams in Class A. Yeah,
0: and they got that experience. And Coach yeah, Mark Wortman talked back. about that after the game, like how much that helped them of like kind of going through that experience of playing up at that level against those kind of athletes. So you had an idea of what it took. And so now you come back, all these guys, that, and they were juniors last year, now they're seniors, with that experience under their belt, kind of took took a little bit be- beating there. But gain, but learn from that and gain that experience. Now you brought that back down to Class B and, and really c- control things down the stretch.
1: You know, the interesting thing is we hop over to Class A, there'll be some eerie similarities into some of the descriptions that you described about big plays, <laughs> having control, something happens, and then it gets away from you. Really, really impressed. First of all, congratulations to, to Omaha Westside as they win. 37 37-21. 37-21. Maybe, so I can't really decide statistically, the game was much, much closer than that. But when I watch it, and the ability to just make big plays whenever you want yeah. to, I'm not sure if anything would change if they played that game again.
0: Yeah, and just, uh, I so the, the last score I saw was 21-14 at halftime. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. The Great job by Elkhorn South making this a game. I drove home from Elkhorn, turned on the TV, and I think it was 37-14. Yeah, and I'm like, well. I yes. missed some stuff. Here. Yeah, so the
1: interesting thing is, is it's fourteen fourteen. Yeah. And and I look over at our at our radio partner or at our television partner, I said to Larry Putney, I said, Now here's the deal. That's a that's a great answer by Elkhorn because it was punch counter punch. Elkhorn threw the ball very well. Coy Wilkie with two touchdown passes. I thought Krause was fantastic. Glad Krause, he was able to play. Like that. Krause was If you just look at the players' performance tonight, Krause was in the top five or six of the top players that played tonight. He definitely played his A game. They had 490-some yards total offense. They threw the ball. He ran the ball. That wasn't the problem. The problem was Westside was 8 of 11 on third down. south, 9 of 17. And and we're at the half, went into the half, 5 of 7 from third down. So they slowed down considerably, and the – Best player on the field tonight was Cole Payton. He took over. It was fourteen, fourteen. Elkhorn South scores. There's a minute twenty-four. Textbook drive from Elkhorn South. You're thinking that's what they needed. They needed to answer. So I said to to Larry Putney, I said, "No, you got you have to concentrate here. You want to either get this into the end zone, or make sure you don't allow a big return because you have three very dangerous returners. Right? You know, they go the trio with 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 Dickerson and Brett's mm-hmm. and." I think Gayette is in the middle. And sure enough, it's a it's a kick. It goes down to the five. They don't get it in the end zone. Brett's returns it to Elkhorn South thirty seven oh, It's first and ten with a minute fourteen to go. Westside gets the ball at half, right? So you're thinking, hey, you can't give up any points. There's a there's a potential sack. Richardson, number fifty five, has Kobe Brett or excuse me, Cole Payton dead to rights. Pulling him down. I saw that. Cole Payton shakes free. Unbelievable play. (laughs) Has the presence and the wherewithal to go 20-some-odd yards down the field to Kobe Bretts for a touchdown. Broke the spirits of Elkhorn South. Yeah. Changed the whole game. They go up 21-14 at the half. They get the ball back in the third quarter. They score. Elkhorn South is down two scores. They turn it over. Westside scores again. It's you, you that's all it took yeah and it was it was truly the Cole Payton show yeah i think what over 300 yards passing 5 or
0: 300 yards of, of total offense and yeah. five touchdowns two passing three rushing like just w- what a game for that guy to go out on <laughs>
1: he's an amazing player yeah it just his you know and it was the little things whether it was he avoided a sack and threw yeah. it away whether he would duck down to kill time on the clock he has he has some poise, a little moxie. He understands what's going on around him. Very, very savvy. And, and then it, they had
0: him playing full time on defense again for the most part. Too, yeah, right? made a couple of big
1: yeah. plays. Uh, he had a had a sack on Crowley. Um He's he's just one of those guys that you're thinking to yourself, he's he's really just getting started. Yeah. He's a he's a multi sport athlete. He's a great baseball player. He has. He still has the really long throwing motion as a quarterback. When he shortens that up, he already has a huge arm. Yeah. Um, the sky's the limit for him.
0: Yeah, the, he could not be any better of a fit for North Dakota State. Like, I mean, just, are they, re- are are they done really the-
1: going to establish three? Will he be the fourth quarterback in a row to to play on Sundays? <laughs>
0: he's going to have a chance. Like if he keeps, I mean, I wouldn't bet against him at this point, everything
1: I've seen throughout his high school career, I just would not bet against him. And, and the crazy thing was I felt like offensively, that's as good as Elkhorn South could play. Coy Wilkie had one more catch than his season total coming in. He had five coming in. He had six tonight, two touchdowns. He was amazing. Krause had thrown the ball better tonight than he had at any point. This season. And that might be the most impressive part of the win for Westside.
0: I I thought that would be the reason why Elkhorn South wouldn't be able to keep up because they wouldn't be able to get that passing game going well enough yeah. to keep up they, with. They came out throwing yeah. the
1: ball. They, they threw the two couple quick hitches to Winterstein. Bretts broke them up. Two big hits. And you're thinking, oh, wow, Elkhorn South's kind of out of character. Yeah. Third play of the game, Elkhorn South has the ball. They hit Winterstein on an over route with Bretts trailing for 17 yards. And you're thinking... Is Elkhorn South trying to prove a point? Is, is this yeah. to all the critics that this is what we can't do, this is what we are going to do? But props to Guy Rosenberg and
0: staff for taking those shots, like not coming in afraid, like, hey, we're going to do everything we possibly can. We're going to open up the playbook. We're going to bust out everything we've got here to give ourselves a chance.
1: Yeah, offensively tonight, I thought they were really, really sharp. Defensively, they were good for three quarters against the run. Not the quarterback scramble, but the handoff run yeah. game. They, had, they held Rezac in check. As the game wore on, Dom started to get it going. They changed a little bit of the uh, the run designs. Cole Payton, the art of the improv, his ability to keep a play alive and be accurate—it was something to behold tonight. He was he was different.
0: Well, and and that's the thing. Like we saw all season long, that's those those kind of teams with those kind of quarterbacks are the ones that had so much success. I mean. Grant gushed out for Elkhorn. Yeah. Same kind of thing. He made how underappreciated and, was he? Well, and yeah, Coach Wortman talked about it too. Like he was a good player last year, but he came in a completely different player this season. He worked so hard in the offseason and then ended up uh, it paying off this season with the year he had. And he had this ridiculous play where they, they had him sacked. He spun out of it, sprinted across the field, ran up the sideline for twenty four yards. Um, that that should have been a negative play. It should have been a chance for Aurora. To, to really get some momentum, maybe uh, get the ball back on the field. And, nope, I'm, I'm just going to go make this play here. And he had a couple other, like, they had some just massive uh, gains through the air. Um, completions of 29, 31, 22, and that 60 was yards.
1: That was Westside. You know, I wanted to slow it down real time and, and, and get the screenshot. Cole, Cole Payton buys some time. Again, evades a, or eludes another sack. When he threw it, I didn't think either foot was on the ground. He's off balance. He's going to his right. He's left-handed. Mm-hmm. He throws the ball to Dickerson, who kind of gets his face mask grabbed. He spins around. He makes Thighs the catch. Thighs the ground. Make it, yeah. The Heck throw, though. <laughs> like, if you paused it and you see him on the follow-through, I don't think he has a foot on the ground. I mean, that is just big boy arm strength. And, and a ball that only where, where exactly. Dickerson can get it. I was going to
0: say, that, that's... As impressive of the catch as it was, and it was a heck of a catch a of by a catch. Not Gerson.
1: I, I didn't think he had it real-time. Yeah. Ah, we may want to take a look at that one, but it, he caught it. Not bad for a cornerback, showing those hands. But yeah. uh, How about their willingness to use him on offense this year?
0: And, and Yeah, it seemed like they really did. <laughs> kept you, yeah. him
1: involved emotionally. Any way he could have scored outside of throwing a touchdown, I think he scored. Yep. He had a scoop score, a pick six, a punt return, a kick return. He caught one, he ran one. <laughs> He's an, I yeah. actually think he's undervalued. I think he's underrated. I think he's one of those
0: guys that got the attention early and then kind of people forgot about him. Like, they're always looking for things to pick apart versus um, realizing what he really is and appreciating what he was doing in the moment. Because, I, I mean, I, I don't have the final numbers for me, but he had a heck of a season. Like you said, all the different ways I that love they it, used it 11 him, touchdowns. That's that's uh, credit to uh, that West Side staff and for finding, like you said, finding ways to keep him involved and making making sure you maximize one of the best players in the state, one of the best athletes.
1: When you just think of of athleticism, just raw athleticism, it's Keegan Johnson, Avante Dickerson, and maybe the best, not the best player, but maybe the best talent. Where does Kobe Brett's belong in that discussion? He's interesting. Like it'll be,
0: I'm really looking forward to seeing kind of how his career plays out at Nebraska. He's got a
1: lot to build on. If he can handle the rigor. Yeah. The day to day. He's as gifted as anybody. And he's a Sunday talent. I've, I've watched this. I watch him run. I watch it, which the ease he can do. Now he doesn't, play hard all the time he he, he kind of gets in the i mean he's he's seventeen year old kid <laughs> i mean he, but his talent he has very few peers he made a couple of little effortless run catches tonight he he had one that was behind him it doesn't even look like he's exerting energy you watch him dive and you think this guy just grabs silver yeah. Right. <laughs> he, he he just meddled in diving and in state championships, and it's almost like it's just because he can. Yeah. And and that's how you become
0: a state. You've got Dickerson and Brett's in that secondary. Uh, you, you've got uh, Rezac kind of playing the the roles he does. You've got the quarterback and co- uh, Kate Haberman, two guys that people that a lot of us think probably talent
1: wise probably have a chance to play shit yeah, Kate, Kate, Kate is he's an he's an the next level player he, you know he didn't really recover yeah. from the ankle yeah. he was kind of hobbling around he's a tough kid <laughs> yeah. and you probably went state as a heavyweight in wrestling um but they didn't even have his A game and it but he he's still so good yeah that, that's a ta- that's a talented team and 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 not to give or diminish Elkhorn South, because I thought that was the best they'd played offensively all year, and they they enough. Cole Ballard, Ben Warren was fantastic tonight. I think offensively, if you had to rank their offensive players, I think Krause one, Wilkie two, Warren three, and it's probably more like one, one A, one B. They were all right there. They were. They were very good on offense tonight, and Krause and is the only
0: senior of that group that you just mentioned.
1: Yeah, they uh, there is a lot of young talent.
0: So it'll in be interesting to see what they look like next. Year. You got all that skill talent coming back. Obviously, you're replacing Scrat at a junior. Line. Yes, I believe so. So you'll have a quarterback with some experience coming back. What
1: are they going to look like up front, losing those seniors? Well, he's got a big arm. Yeah, he, he's that he, lefty can sling it. He he tried to throw a little skinny and ended up getting broken up, and I thought it was a key play in the game because they didn't convert it. It was one-on-one coverage, and Dickerson made a play. Oakland South continues to drive. Then it get a little cute inside the red zone with a double reverse pass. Now, they're down two scores, so they're trying to make a play. Dickerson high points and then picks it off in the end zone, and then you're off and rolling again. And and Westside stayed on the gas. They They... That's I mean, just who they are.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that's one thing you're never going to have to worry about. If they, If they smell blood,
1: they're they're jumping on that. Yeah, they they stayed on the gas tonight. I mean, it was a heck of a day. And a lot of games in which I felt like if a couple of plays go differently, a couple of games that got out of hand may have turned out a little different. I think Aurora Elkhorn, I think Westside, uh, Elkhorn South, really in the Bergen-Ord game. I mean, if they don't get that pick six, yep. you, it was – Ord, it was tough sledding for ord to move the ball early yeah because in outside of those
0: 21 points it was seven seven in the second half like nobody scored both sides really struggled to kind of finish off and, and get some points in the second half because uh, or- uh Bergen went down scored first drive of the second half ord went back answered and nobody scored after that so that, it was all in that second quarter and it started with like you said that that, that pick six and then the other pick. Just those game-changing plays, Elkhorn. Same thing. Couple plays there where they go the other. If they score at halftime, if they don't get that interception, you got a chance. This thing's going down to the wire. So it's, it's just uh, some big-time plays today uh, made today by these
1: players that have now earned themselves state championships. You're with me. You 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 coach at the youth level and you see middle schoolers. You see high schoolers. You agree that the talent is on the uptick, and we've seen it today. The the there is a lot of young talent here in the state of Nebraska, and I, I'm not saying that because I'm I'm, I'm born and raised. I, I'm impressed. Absolutely, and
0: it it goes down. A lot of it is kind of the investment in the development in the youth level. There's so many different options kids and families have now to help their kids get um, get training, get coaching at a really good level from all over, both Omaha and Lincoln. Um, there's some options for kids that are in smaller smaller towns as well. So I think that's a huge part of it is kid, uh, the, the families and everybody around here is investing in building up these athletes and giving them the best chance to succeed going into the
1: future. And as you know, we'll keep our fingers crossed as we're in our <laughs> last 60 seconds. If they play basketball and we get a full season with across the state of Nebraska, it's really on the uptick there as well. Special <laughs> thanks uh to HerDot, the these guys continuing to do good work, Jacob Padilla. Uh, I almost want to say thank you to NSAA for the vision yes. they casted. A lot of people didn't think we'd get to today. Uh, they had to pivot after Saturday and, and find a way to get these games pulled off, to NET, to Strive. A lot of folks collaborating to do the best that they can. Yeah,
0: again, a lot of people doing really great work, and all for these kids. Yep. Awesome to see.
1: We won't be back next week because we won't have football to talk about. But what we will do is figure out something really, really, really good to drive podcasts for you. Appreciate you joining us on a Friday night. It's been a heck of a day. That's Jacob Padilla. I'm Damon Benning. This is Nebraska Preps post game. Thank you. A hood at Media Production.